The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Here we go as we kick out the 5 o'clock hour on this Monday, January 30th, 2023. I'm Dave Congleton. Good to be with you. Tomorrow, Jim Gregory talks about the Times Press Recorder, long-lost community newspaper, and the late great publisher Dick Blankenberg, who recently passed away. On uh, Friday, we have uh, County Supervisor Don Ortiz-Leg will be here. On Thursday, we have Clint and Connie Pierce from the Madonna Inn. And really, there's so much more than the Madonna Inn, but glad to have Clint and Connie on this broadcast. We are with you weekday afternoons from 3.05 to 7 o'clock right here on KVEC. Uh, Here we go. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is facing mounting backlash regarding his administration's decision to prohibit an advanced placement AP high school course on African-American studies. With black leaders rallying in the Capitol, a prominent civil rights lawyer threatening to sue, and state lawmakers urging him to reverse the decision. Attorney Ben Crump accused DeSantis of violating the federal and state constitutions Wednesday by refusing to permit the course. His legal team noted that a federal judge found a 2010 law in Arizona that banned a Mexican-American studies program from Tucson schools unconstitutional and motivated by racial animus. Uh, always good to be in conversation with a friend and contributor and former Paso Robles School Board member, Chris Aaron. Chris, how are you? Hi, Dave. Doing well. Nice to see you. Do you miss the school board action? Do you miss debating no. issues like this? No, no. We we had the fun during the four years I was on the school board. It was sort of like going down a river ride, going through the rapids, and we passed the rapids while I was on the board. And now things are going pretty well over there. Let's remind folks uh, the basics here. When we talk about advanced placement, what does it mean to have an AP class, and how exactly does that work? Well, it's a class offered to high school students that gives them also college credit. And for that, it has to meet certain academic standards. In our Paso Robles School District, we adopted an ethnic studies course. It was adopted as an AP course, and it had to meet certain requirements uh, set by the uh, by Cuesta College. We had a little bit of discussion with them because we had banned critical race theory in our school district. Uh, and it, it worked out fine. It worked out fine. The kids got their AP credit. Uh, the teachers have not felt inhibited by what they uh, cannot teach as gospel, and it's uh, we weathered the storm quite handily. The State Department of Education, this is in Florida, contends that the AP class is, quote, inexplicably contrary to Florida law. Hmm. A new education law championed by DeSantis requires lessons on race to be taught in, quote, an objective manner, and, quote, not to be used to indoctrinate or persuade students to a particular point of view. So what's going on here, Chris, for people who haven't been following the issue? What is DeSantis concerned about? Well, the this curriculum that the College Board um, presented has a Unit 4 in it, which is basically 
straight out indoctrination uh, along the lines of critical race theory with all of the all the idiocy that that entails intersectionality and uh, you name it it's in there they don't have one conservative author among the list of uh, recommended authors that at least as i went through it i couldn't see one i missed the name thomas Sowell, for instance who you might think in a balanced course you'd offer his readings former tribune columnist yeah uh, it's uh, at any event uh, uh, it it's obvious from the curriculum especially that unit four with such topics also as black queer studies and i don't know it's it's pretty strange uh the uh, uh that it violates express florida law that bans various teachings and concepts under critical race theory it says you cannot teach them as gospel you can teach them and or in an objective light in other words you can analyze those concepts just as you can teach communism at a school as long as you're not teaching it as gospel you're analyzing it looking at it criticizing it and so on same with fascism uh and critical race theory is a similar ideology to communism and they're saying if you look at it look at it objectively look at its weak points you're not going to uh teach as gospel and they've got a certain so- shopping list of things similar to what we adopted in Paso Robles. But help me understand Chris you're a bona fide conservative why on earth is the governor of Florida meddling in curriculum of schools and is that the role of the governor? Sure he's as the opposed exec- as opposed to the school board which you served well, on. Well the the governor is the chief executive in uh the state schools are an executive function of the state so yes he's entitled to do it it was it was the florida department of education uh that raised the alarm and uh uh the governor then uh issued the decision but the uh sure that's within his uh purview but would you have liked that if you were still on the pastor role school board of newsom started issuing dictates you'd you'd probably be the first one to say wait a minute that's it's up to the school board to decide what's best for the no, district it, it depends on the dictates look the school board decides the curriculum within the parameters set by state law, right? Right. It's as simple as that. State law, as long as we're within those parameters, the the governor doesn't have anything to say. What happened in Florida was outside those parameters. It's simple as that. They've got an express statute there, and this stuff was in violation of it. It's why the college board took it back uh, to the drawing board, and they're, uh, I guess, going to reissue it soon. In fact, uh, there's going to be a new draft issued on Wednesday, okay, and February first. We'll, we'll see what we'll see what they've done to tweak it there. How much of this is concern over education, and how much of this really is Ron DeSantis just running for president as the anti woke candidate? Oh, it's, it's clear concern in education, Dave. If you look at the uh, critical race theory movement, and as it started off in a couple of law schools it has spread throughout now every institution of higher learning uh into a lot of uh school districts i understand about 4500 i think it is school districts base their history american history on the 1619 project which is slightly distorting uh the uh yeah it's it's a big issue and it is how children get indoctrinated into you know viva la revolution type of thing it 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 gets pretty weird and it's what is shutting down a lot of free speech on campuses that's why conservatives want to show up at a campus they often have to fear a riot uh it's 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 pretty annoying at a, stuff. At a, at a high school conservatives show up at a high school and there's a riot no no they, when a, this conservative gave a lecture at our uh Paso Robles high school uh there was a hell of a lot of opposition to it finally we had a nice event uh the 
teachers who were critical of my position. For some reason, they refused to come, refused to participate, refused to discuss. They were invited to, to participate in a panel discussion. They simply refused uh, a little bit weak backbone. Fortunately, some of uh, their students who were from the Student Activist Club came, and it was a great event. Lots of you know nice, pleasant civil discourse. Are you aware of any other state? Who's objecting to the AP black stuff? I don't think any other state has yet because okay. Florida uh, did it first. They spotted it first. They uh, complained first. The college board reacted quickly. And I think the other states are just waiting there. There are about 20, 25 states, something like that, that have statutes similar to the Florida statute. So uh, how does this work, Chris? If, if, if uh, Florida wants this reworked, what if Illinois doesn't like the Florida? If Illinois doesn't like it, they can work. They can write their own law. If they like, so it doesn't have to be uniform. No, it doesn't have to be uniform. They can they can alter things. They're going the uh, curriculum set by the uh, college board. At some point, it'll. My guess is it'll be a little bit similar to the process we had in California with our ethnic studies curriculum. A first draft was put out there in 2019. It caught a lot of flack because there was a lot of anti-Semitism in there, a lot of other stuff. Uh, Governor Newsom uh, reacted and pulled it. They went back to the drawing board. They wrote a new uh, model curriculum, and they made it fuzzy enough so that you could fit either a constructive ethnic studies course, as we have one in Paso Robles, basically history and so on, or you can uh, fit under that umbrella. You can also do a so-called liberated ethnic studies course, which they they get a little bit strange. You find those in the Bay Area. You're an attorney. What about this 2010 case I cited in Arizona? Federal judge um, banned a let's see banned a Mexican American studies program from Tucson schools. He threw it out. Well, I, I don't know what the details were in that case. I remember vaguely there was such a case. Uh, he you quoted in there. He said it was the uh, decision to ban the course was based on racial animus. Yes. Uh, the uh, uh, it sounds like it was very driven by the specific facts of that case, and that's not the situation here. But you do expect this to be challenged. Well, I, I expect them to try. I don't know whether they're actually going to file a lawsuit. Uh, they'll probably file some court papers. We'll see what happens of it. It says anything in this litigious society, someone's going to sue. All right. Uh, Chris Aaron on this broadcast talking about what's happening with Governor DeSantis in Florida facing a blowback because he's trying to block an advanced placement high school course on African-American studies. They've gone back to the drawing board. A new draft is expected to be released on Wednesday. We have a lot more to cover. Your phone call still to come. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. We are welcome your phone calls and text messages for Mr. Aaron after news at the bottom of the hour. We're talking about Governor DeSantis, likely presidential candidate, and the latest controversy involving Florida education policies. Um, the state education department, Chris, quoting this article, listed concerns in the proposed AP curriculum, including topics covering intersection, intersectionality and activism, black feminist literary theory, and black queer studies. What's what's wrong? 
those are all derived from critical race theory. And yet you could tell as you go through the, the rest of about the four pages of Unit 4 in the uh, document that briefly describes the individual lessons, they are, uh, it's just reeks of critical race theory. And, and now, of course, you have is, to know what critical race theory is, and right. most people don't. Right. Uh, they think critical race theory is just looking at the race, history of racism in the United States through critical eyes, applying critical thinking to the issues of race. But th- that, there's a good reason it's not called critical race thinking. It's called critical race theory. So, and I know you don't live in Florida, but you, I appreciate you coming in yeah. and talking about this. What What is the concern? What is it that you are afraid is going to be taught to these advanced placement, smarter than average students? Well, it's it's what they would be indoctrinated in as part of getting a successful grade in the course is, uh, for instance, uh, the basic concept in critical race theory that, and a concept that is prohibited by the uh, uh, Florida statute, that you either belong to the oppressor class or the oppressed class based on your ethnicity, based on your race. Uh, the uh, uh, fact that all whites are or the allegation the argument that all whites are inherently racist because we are all part of the white power structure, whether we want to be racist or not. And uh, it's it gets down to a very – they apply dialectic, which is you're either with me or you're against me. And we, and we know that this thinking. is specifically in this curriculum that's been proposed? Yes, or? yes. Uh, if, when you've read enough about uh, critical race theory and you look – intersectionality – is one of the main tenets of uh, critical race theory. It sounds like a very intellectual thing. Basically, it says everybody can be classified in different groups. You, know, you can be a black, you can be a black woman, you can be a black female lesbian. Yeah. You can have various classes Does, of, yeah. of victimhood, various features of victimhood applied but, more than just one. But this isn't a mandatory class. This is just for... Young it's, people, not, it's not a mandatory not class. Not a mandatory class. That's you, right. You don't Dave, have to take it if you think don't want We could it. have a voluntary class on national socialism. And for homework <laughs> assignments, let's let the little kids wear brown shirts and put little. Oh, come on. Uh, no. See, come you could on. do that. That wouldn't be mandatory either. We, of course, we don't allow that type of garbage in our schools. Well, you think that's a fair comparison, Chris? Yes, I do. This is when you get down, when you look at critical race theory, it is driven by an ideology and it drives towards totalitarianism. One of the chief guys in that field is this guy, Kendi, who uh, says the famous quote of his, the only cure for past discrimination is present discrimination. The only cure for present discrimination is future discrimination. In other words, let's have discrimination for all time. Who wants to live in a society like that? Um, It's crazy. uh, And this comes up in the article, but also on the Stolberg-Tatum text line. Why is it that DeSantis doesn't apply the same criteria to European history courses? Why is he only examining black history courses? Because this goes beyond history. It goes into indoctrination. Now, if you had a European history course that was also indoctrinating the students in fascism, be it German style or uh, Mussolini style, or communism, or uh, the glories of uh, being a monarchy, or I don't know what other weird ideology you might have, you would certainly have problems also. Uh, but uh, that doesn't happen in European history. I guess, well, but we, we don't know because we're not applying the same scrutiny, is, is the texter's argument. 
when you look at the, I guarantee you, Dave, you don't have anything in the Florida European history courses or Western civilization uh, courses that is saying uh, because you're a member of one race, you are inherently morally superior to a member of another race. Yes, that is part of uh, some of the teachings that come out of critical race theory. Are you sure this has nothing to do with Ron DeSantis wanting to run for president? Oh, come on. I think you're a smart. Guy. No, I thought, well, obviously it plays a role there. But, you know, he did a great job on the hurricane, didn't he? Do yeah. you think that may have probably he just did that day because he really doesn't give a damn about the state of Florida. Right. He just wants to make him establish himself as a good candidate. I didn't say that. He's doing his job. He's yeah. doing his job. His job is to enforce the law in Florida. And the statute's very clear. But isn't he the one that created the law? He's enforcing the yeah. law that he created. Guess what? Politicians do that. Executives do that. They suggest laws or their legislature suggests laws. They pass laws. And then the executive enforces the law. What a strange concept. Illinois, as you know, in the article, uh, the spokesperson, the governor, Pritzker, said that they would reject any curriculum modifications designed to appeal extremists like the Florida governor and his allies. The, the Illinois governor's an idiot. What can I say? He's just a flaming idiot. Uh, they're, they're, they'll, uh, if they want to, if they want to ideologically, if they want to have a CRT based course, I'm sure there will be room to fit that in under the, uh, new guidelines. But the new guidelines I don't think are going to require it. I think the new addition is going to pass muster when measured against the Florida statute and other state statutes. Uh, Chris Aaron on this broadcast. I promised you a chance to talk about the media coverage of this. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Well, it's been terrible. It's as if they're out there saying all he wants to do is ban the teaching of African history. He doesn't want to teach kids about the history of slavery. Soon they won't even learn about slavery in school. Uh, Don Lemon of CNN has been particularly vocal in that respect. And this is just out-and-out lying. Either that or even more boneheaded stupid than a lot of the guys on CNN normally are. But uh, I think it's just blatant dishonesty on his part. Nobody wants to whitewash history. We didn't have that happening in our schools. You know, when we have a similar policy in past robles, we put it in place about a year and a half ago. When it was put in place, the superintendent expressly asked all the teachers, "Is this any if this any way inhibits you in the teaching of your courses? Let me know." How many teachers felt they were inhibited? Not one. Yeah, but a year from now, do you think that policy is still going to be in place in Pastor Robles? I mean, yeah. you're gone. The pastor's gone. Oh, yeah. It's moved more to the middle. Do you think that policy is going well, to stick around? according to discussions I've had with a couple of uh, the newer board members who are not quite as conservative as I am, uh, yeah, yeah, they don't want to touch it. And I guarantee you the superintendent doesn't want to touch it. We remember back in the beginning of 21, Lots of resolutions out there, so-called anti-racism resolutions, and it was and still in the post-George Floyd uh, period. It was a rocky time in a lot of school districts. We weathered the storm quite well. These issues have been pretty much put to bed in uh, Paso Robles as much as possible. Uh, the courses... Our teachers are fortunately sensible they're not a bunch of ideologues. At least they don't teach uh, ideology, and it's worked out just fine. What would you like to see taught as a former school board member in a black studies AP class? What would be appropriate? Well, you, te you, te you teach the, uh, 
the history, normal history, it's as you teach in any ethnic studies course, the trials and tribulations of the ethnic groups that came to the United States here. It's more the trials and tribulations of the of uh, the black ethnic group in the United States. Of course, uh, African-American history, you're going to want to go back to some African history. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to look at the slave trade. You're going to want to look at slave culture. You'll look at Jim Crow. You'll do all this stuff. You'll uh, look at uh, the history of litigation from Dred Scott to Plessy v. Ferguson to uh, Brown v. Board of Education. So just the facts. Just the facts, right. Just the facts. And, you know, they didn't even ban all the teaching of CRT because they have a section in their code, and this was uh, referenced in the article, that says you can teach these concepts as long as you do through the eye of objectivity. So you can discuss CRT in the classroom. We put that also into our uh, resolution in Paso Robles. You just can't teach it as gospel. And there's a big difference between teaching an ideology as a subject and teaching it as gospel. Chris Aaron is on this broadcast at my invitation to talk about Governor DeSantis and what's happening in Florida with his decision to block an advanced placement high school course on African-American studies. He has sent it back to the drawing board. New plan is expected to be released on Wednesday. Glad to have you with us on Hometown Radio. I'm Dave Congleton. Travel writer Tom Wilmore joins us during the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, tomorrow, Jim Gregory talks about Times Press Recorder, the Great South County uh, family community-oriented newspaper, no longer with us, uh, regarding the death of publisher and founder Dick Blankenberg. Uh, stay with us throughout the week, the Dave Congleton Show. We are your Hometown Radio talk show. Well, we are in conversation with Chris Aaron, former uh, school board member uh, up in Paso Robles. I invited him to come join us to talk about what's happening in Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis, who I think is going to run for president. And personally, I believe that he is uh, thriving on his anti-woke policies. Uh, And he's decided to block an AP high school course on African-American studies. He sent it back to the drawing board. If you want in the conversations we talk with Chris, we'd love to hear from you. Phone lines are open, 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Always glad to read your text messages on the Stahlberg-Tatum text line. How do you see this playing out? What's your prediction? I think it's going to go the way our ethnic studies curriculum went in California, also the way an attempt by the, uh, oh, was a, uh, a, management body and the the, uh, academic standards body in the University of California system, they uh, tried to impose a CRT requirement in effect on the high school as a a basis of getting into the UC system. Uh, In both cases, they failed. There was too much uh, opposition. It was back to the drawing board, and they they in effect kicked the uh, can down the the line to the... uh, local jurisdictions in the state of California. In other words, they set parameters, and you can go either complete liberated ethnic studies or liberated African history in there, or you can go the so-called constructive route. Let's take a call. we got Mark in San Luis on KVEC. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, gentlemen. Hi. Um, I, I hear the schools 
pushing forward these progressive items. I never hear anything about academics anymore, Chris. I don't how we can teach kids to better be skilled for the job market. I, I, that never comes up in the news or anything. It's because well, uh, it's the, not because it's not news. Well, it it doesn't get people excited. There are definitely academic problems, academic deficiencies in general in the United States. Although we spend more money really than anywhere else on education, I think the average we spend in Pass Robles is roughly thirteen thousand dollars per child per year. That's a lot of money. Uh, there are various reasons why the academic performance is lagging. COVID was a big one. Sure. Now, in Paso Robles, we were, have been pushing for academic es- excellence, uh, improving uh, academic performance. Had a great recovery in uh, uh, third grade reading scores, which is absolutely essential for the kids when they move on past third grade. They say up to the end of third grade, you learn to read, and then after that, you read to learn. Yeah. And if you can't uh, read to learn, you're got problems what else mark well i just i feel like chris it's really important for the parents to be involved right now um because there's a group of people who want to take education in a different direction and i think you know it it is still the parents who need to be in charge and have to say what goes on with their kids what about the mark but what about the governor of a particular state should they be responsible too uh absolutely yeah he's elected and he well I'll give you another example, Dave. In in Virginia, they squashed all the merit national merit awards. They held them back from those kids who had applied to college and didn't tell them that they had won these awards, which, number one, is extremely prestigious in getting accepted into college and means money because the superintendent decided that he was going to go for greater equity for everybody. And and there's there's you're going to hear more about it. There's going to be yeah. uh, huge uh, lawsuits, that's, and the attorney yeah. general is is stepped into that because they have damaged those kids because they said effort doesn't really matter. Mm. And and when you you look at these individuals are going on their own, leaving out the kids and the parents and everybody, and it's scary. I yeah. I, I think it is. I mean, yeah. Chris, do you know you the story? That? Can oh, you imagine? Oh yeah, I know, I know the story. The uh, uh, there were a lot of uh, students. I think it was in 17 different schools in the meantime, in Loudoun County, Fairfax County, in that area there, where the principals withheld notifications that the kids had uh, made the national merit recommendation list uh, until after the kids, the deadlines were filing for uh, college or applying to college. Look, this stuff is going on in many areas throughout the country. I was recently contacted by people from a town a little bit west of uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Their district, in the name of equity, got rid of all AP courses because the minority students, at least I should say the black students, were apparently not uh, doing as well in those courses or signing up for them as much as the other students. All right, Mark, thanks for the call. 805-543-8830. Here's North County Jim on KVEC. Hey, Jim. Hello, David. How are you? Good. How are you, Jim? Hi, Jim. Hello. Hi. Um, you should, David, I think that you should listen more to black conservatives and listen to their opinion of the, of the CRT, listen to their opinion of BLM, listen to their opinion of downplaying uh, black education. They don't, ed- they don't want to educate. That's the whole perspective. They, they, they want to make everybody equal. They, they, they don't take this seriously. This is just a racial game. 
that's been going on, and it's the only tool they have for division. These people don't want to unite. They want to divide. And that's the whole perspective. That's the only tool they have. That's the only thing their objective is. You, you know, you have the uh, conservative uh, uh, perspective on YouTube. You have uh, Officer Tatum on YouTube. These are all black men, who, uh, and there are black women conservatives also. You should listen to them and listen to their objective and why they don't agree to all this nonsense. Just division. They don't want any more division. They're downplaying the black population. Caller, you're hitting on exactly one of the main premises of critical race theory, and that is the division between the oppressed class and the oppressor class. Karl Marx did it. And these people... Yeah. Sorry, Doug. Go ahead, Jim. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. These people talk about abortion also. Abortion is the main, the main killer of black people in this country. Yeah, but let's not go there. Let's not go there, please. Well, I'm just saying it's related, David. It's all related. Let's keep the focus. So before Chris responds, what about Florida and what DeSantis is doing? He's doing, he's doing what he should do, protect the educational system instead of having people indoctrinated. It's no different than than Nazi Germany or, or, or uh, fascist Itali- Italy, you know? Don't forget, Nazi Germany was, was they called themselves the social Nazi party. Social Nazi party, not, not Nazi. Social Nazi party. So we're jumping, Chris, from, part- yeah. from black studies to Nazis again. Well, the, the, look, when you talk about a totalitarian system, by the way, that's another thing that Kendi has proposed, that there should be an overarching department of anti-racism that would have veto power over all elected officials. They could invalidate every election throughout the United States, be it local or federal. They would have veto right over all laws and so on. I mean, this is a that, that is a demand for totalitarian power. This is an AP history class. You guys, the the leap yeah. the two of you are making is well, staggering. It, it, when you've got when you've got the back quarter, <laughs> the back twenty five percent of it just filled with indoctrination along CRT lines, uh, yeah, that's grounds for objection. Well, Jim, what else is on your mind? Well, I only did the comparison with the Nazis and the fascist party of Italy because it's the concept of, of application. It's not that they're Nazis; it's just the concept of application on a theory. That's all it boils down to. It's not. I mean, you, you have to live in a third world country like like I did to understand how this functions. It's 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 how it works. You got to start from uh, from below, and and de- they're degrading. These people are degrading anyone that's not white. They want to degrade them just by not allowing them to succeed educationally, by de- demeaning their 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 self worth, by not allowing them to study harder and become important. Instead, they downgrade the education so they can pass and become what? But, 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 Jim, this, wait, but Jim, come on. This is an AP class. Only the best and the brightest get into an AP class. And the best and the brightest are the ones that lead the revolutions and change uh, the societies, David. That's how it works. All right, Jim. Thanks for checking in. Chris? Look, Jim rightly pointed out that it's a divisive concept, the uh, CRT. It is straight dial- the dialectic approach, and which is basically a pretty knuckle-dragger approach. You've got an industrial country of 
uh, you know, high-tech, industrialized country spread over a continent with 330 million people, and you're going to divide them into two groups, the oppressor and the press, and you're going to do it along race lines. That is, that's crazy. That's crazy. So the two of you, if I'm hearing you right, you're concerned that some black students are going to take an AP class, they're going to learn about black queer theory, and then they're going to lead the revolution because well, they had I don't an AP think, class. I wouldn't quite go that far. I don't think they'll, they'll get that far. But what I'm concerned about is, look, if Illinois wants to teach their students to go out and wave red banners and uh, you know, inhale uh, whatever, uh, Che Guevara or whatever, whoever's uh, in fashion today, I don't know. It was in fashion when I was a kid, yeah. right? Uh, the uh, Be that as it may, in Florida, they've made a clear decision and they've put it into their law. And I think the voters down there seem to like it. And it is by no means an absurd uh, statute. You read the statute. Again, when you read the one section of where they allow it to be taught, but they say it has to be done with objectivity. So you can't say that everything Angela Davis says is right and take it for gospel. you got to be critical of her and say you can report what she said, but not uh, go overboard. 805-543-8830, 800-549-5832 for former Paso Robles School Board member Chris Aaron. Garth is in a task at Arrow. Hey, Garth. Hey, David. Hi, Chris. Hi, Garth. Hey. So, Chris, um, so I take it you're against um, school choice. Is that correct? No, no, I have no problem with well, every, school okay. choice either, whether someone goes to a private school or uh, a public school. I, I think that's fine. I, matter of fact, I'd make school choice easier. Of course, you've got to have a curriculum that follows uh, the guidelines established by state law. You know, here you, the state also establishes curriculum standards for private schools. Well, yeah, that makes no sense because your your rejection of the AP African American Studies course is basically a rejection of, of school choice. So, you know, you had a caller that said parents should be involved. Well, what this does is actually take all the power from the parents. You know, school choice isn't about the, the type of schools or just about the type of schools or methods in which students are taught, but it, it's it's about... You know, it means that parents, not politicians and regulators, should call the shots and well, be involved act, in the actually, type of education their kids receive. So as far as totalitarianism, what DeSantis is doing is the definition of totalitarianism. Absolutely not. He's, he's enforcing state law on the uh, education. Look, state, state law establishes the curriculum. The state law, if you look at the statute... Uh, that the Florida adopted this anti-woke statute there. It is not unreasonable. You look at how, how it re you read the thing through, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it is by no means totalitarian, and the state has the right to determine the curriculum. That's the way it is. Well, it's, that's the entire definition the country. of totalitarianism. And as far as critical race theory, we, you know, we've, we've gone back and forth on this before. But again, you know, critical race theory and, you know, diversity and inclusion efforts, they're intended to identify and overcome systematic racism, um, the racism that exists and persists in the United States. So you're completely wrong on critical race theory, and, and you seem to have no understanding of what that is. Well, without getting into that debate, Garth, so what about what DeSantis sure. is doing? Well, what I just said, what DeSantis is doing is a totalitarian move. Um, basically, you know, DeSantis says he stands for school choice, but exactly what he's doing is rejection of school choice. He's taking, he's taking the choice from parents 
than putting it into the hands of bureaucrats and states. And, you know, that's the opposite of school choice. Yeah. Chris? Look, school choice. School choice does not mean that everybody has a right to send their kid to uh, learn any type of cockamamie stuff that might be out there. You know, some kid, you want a kid to be able to go to the school of ESP and learn all about extrasensory perception and sit there and get things by osmosis. Of course, not the state's not going to permit that. Type this of is an AP class in black history. Yes, this is an AP class. Well, and, and the back, you know, and the back end of this course, Dave, is straightforward ideological indoctrination. And... DeSantis is right. Florida law does not permit that, and he's going to stop it. That's well, we did the same. Well, we did the same thing in our school district at a lower DeSantis level. DeSantis is going to lose. You know, it's going to be overturned. So, you know, he's going to lose. It's, it's an abridgment of free speech. Uh, you have got uh, this. Is one of the great fallacies the, to believe that the teachers have free speech in grades K through twelve. They don't. They have the duty to teach the state-approved curriculum. Yeah, but this is, again, an AP class is going to be seniors. Yeah, they're going to be seniors, and still the teachers have to teach the state-approved curriculum. Go ahead, If if you're letting the state decide what kids can learn, that's that's the definition of a totalitarian um, society, which you seem fine with. The state does that in the state of California. Are you saying California is a totalitarian state? It works better one at a time. Well, it's becoming that way, yeah. Look, what you're telling me is the state should just put out and all the teachers should teach what they want willy-nilly and just let let uh, chaos no, reign. That's one way to do ask, it, but that's not the way question. we do it in sure. the United Chris. States. One more question from Gary. Can I ask one more question? Sure. Chris, what, you know, what about teaching kids the truth about black history? What What is so, you know, what about that is so threatening to you? There is nothing threatening about that. Do you know the difference between teaching history and ideological indoctrination? There's a big difference. Obviously, I'm talking the facts. I'm not talking indoctrination. I'm talking the facts. Well, then we're in agreement. Then we're in agreement. Obviously, it's threatening to you and uh, North County Jim because you're afraid that these young people are going to be indoctrinated, and before you know it, they're going to be on the streets. If you... Again, Dave, go back, read the headings on Unit 4, read a little bit up on critical race theory, read Kimberly Crenshaw, who coined this foolish term intersectionality, read what these people write. Now, most of your people probably have not even read the key textbook on it, critical critical race theory, great imaginative title. Read what it read what it says. All right, Gary. Thanks for checking in. We'll take a short break and come back for a final segment with Mr. Aaron. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio, AP Radio. I just want to point out that before Judge Jim Gray went on, uh, what's it, coast to coast, uh, he was on this show as a regular. So we had him first. Anyway, enjoy him tonight. Anyway. Here's why I remind you that today's edition of Hometown Radio is sponsored in part by your hometown grocery store. Let's hear it for Spencer's Fresh Markets in Morro Bay and Santa Maria. Always online at spencersfreshmarkets.com. Still time to take advantage of the big special, which means beef back ribs, three ninety nine a pound. Boneless, skinless chicken breasts or whole boneless pork loin, both $1.99 a pound. Baja filets or baseball cut top sirloin steaks, seven ninety nine a pound. And the most interesting choice of the week has to be macaroni and cheese, chicken sausage, five ninety nine a pound. Juicy grapefruit and avocados, both on sale, ninety nine cents each. Lettuce, two for three dollars. Large ginormous artichokes, buck ninety nine. 
Same price for the vine-ripened cantaloupe and same price for cauliflower and tomatoes by the pound. All this and more, so much more, only at Spencer's. In Morro Bay and Santa Maria, Spencer's Fresh Markets, always worth the drive. Shop at Spencer's, your hometown grocery store. We're so proud to have them as a sponsor, the Dave Congleton Show. Back on the phones we go for Chris Aaron. John joins us in Napomo on KVEC. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hello, Dave, and hello, Chris. Hey, John. Chris, I think you're right. Um, uh, the thing that I think is funny, very unfunny, actually, is that the the liberal secular establishment that we have in this country now, and in the state especially, still thinks that they haven't done anything wrong. But I look at it, the last 50 years has been an experiment of how to train kids in a particular way, and right now we're we're, uh, we're reaping the fruit of that with, you know, kids shooting kids and all in all, just on and on and on. All the things that we just, you know, are repulsed with. I mean, I'm 70 years old, so I remember all this time, and I, man, I'm sad for the country. Well, it's it's been a long. Yeah, we're about the same age. I've got you by one year. And uh, we're, uh, yes, I remember the 60s and so on. But look, this country has always had chaotic times. I grew up in Marin County where the judge was murdered uh, in the case that involved Angela Davis back in uh, uh, the, uh, I think it was 1971, something like that. It was, it has always been wild. The annoying thing now is what I see at our universities is this wokeism has led to intolerance of opposing views. And that's why when conservatives go on to college campuses, there have often been riots. It's it's crazy. Uh, people getting just being shut down, freedom of speech being limited on campus unless you're woke. That's maybe, not may, well, it's maybe it's the message be. that they're bringing, like Milo Yiannopoulos. Dave, we've had a lot of weird messages brought onto college campuses. Uh, It shouldn't lead to rioting. What else, John? Well, the free speech needs to be able to be spoken on both sides, both liberal and conservative. And right now, the only speech that's squashed is the conservative viewpoint. Well, wait a minute. But, John, how is having a a Black History AP course going to squash your white viewpoint? It's, It's not my white viewpoint. It's well, the reality of the way the world is. It's not just an AP history course, Dave. It That's depends what this on, is about. It, de- it depends on what Dave, type of an Dave. AP history course. You can have an, a- an AP constructive what? course that teaches proper history and so on, or you can have an, a- an AP history course that ends with a bunch of Angela Davis-style, oh, Huey Newton-style indoctrination. Come That's on. what they got. Dave. John, go ahead. Dave, Dave, listen, you know, one quarter of the world is Chinese. Great, let's have a Chinese history in class. I I realize, Dave, it's difficult for liberals to differentiate a nuanced issue like this between, for instance, in ethnic studies, constructive and liberated ethnic studies. There's a difference. You you are the guys comparing all this to Nazis. Uh, Don't don't give me nuanced. Uh, John, thank you. On the Stolberg Tatum text line, Dave, I'm yelling at the radio because you know that Chris is correct. And the listener does not like Garth. Okay. Well, um, I feel Garth is very nice. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. And then uh, on the other hand, on the Stolberg Tatum text line, uh, listener wants to know why Chris is always so angry and bitter when he comes on your show. What is he afraid of? What are you afraid of? 
nothing. I didn't know I was angry and bitter. I'm having a lot of fun here. <laughs> but I do. But I am an advocate for my position, of course. Of course. Um, also on the Stolberg-Tatum line, teach the truth of history, not theories, especially ones that demean and divide people. Yeah. Uh, and then someone's texting in simply Fahrenheit 451. Well, that could go either way. I don't know what. The, yeah. yeah, we. Again, if you're going to text in, we appreciate hearing from you, but complete sentences is usually good. All right, Chris Aaron, nice job. I got about a minute. You think that this is going to be upheld, that the census is going to prevail? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't, I don't think it's even going to go to court. I think the college board is going to acquiesce. Is he your guy for president? Oh, yes. I guarantee you, Trump, look, Trump was my second to the last choice among the 17 back in 2016. Yeah, who's the bottom? Uh, that was uh, Rand Paul. Okay. But uh, <laughs> and my top was Carly Fiorina. Now, uh, DeSantis really? is definitely at the top of my list. You got 30 seconds to make the case. This whole issue of critical race theory, it's going to keep on uh, affecting our schools. It's, you're not going to see it uh, so much under that name. But you look at uh, a lot of DEI and so on, critical race theory is the basis for a lot of this, and it has resulted in, a, the meantime, in a multi-billion dollar industry. Meanwhile, Mike texts in, Dave openly supports shutting down speech he disagrees with. He's the problem. Hey, Mike, bite me. I just gave Chris Aaron an hour on the radio to make his case. Yeah, you didn't shut me down at all, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah. All right, news, traffic, weather, Tom Wilmer up next. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.